0: oh
1: Uh-oh. Swipe, swipe,
0: swipe. That sounds like swipe but Swiper. Swipe,
1: swipe, swipe, swipe. Stay with my shotter. I stay with my chopper. My chopper. Go block on my chopper. No stopper. Said that before, but I'm still kicking dope. And I'm still smoking dope. And I'm still fucking oh. like hoes. I want the loo off And you grab that. Said he won't smoke. My stream. That's that. I'm dropping these bombs like it's back man. man, fuck y'all hating ass niggas. I swear to God, man. Yeah. <laughs> You motherfuckers ain't no man You motherfuckers ain't even no man Y'all some hatin' motherfuckers Fuck all y'all niggas, man Let me tell you something First, you the bitch that wanna get the motherfucking uppercut Left, right, straight to your jaw Huh,
0: bitch, you about to fall This ain't no motherfucking game, let me explain it to y'all Here, sit on my motherfucking knee, dear I'm about to drink a beer and beat your ass with a bottle So I'ma walk down the street like a model I got a Molotov cocktail straight to your house I'm about to burn it down, shit This is DJ Blake, and my next guest grew up listening to gospel music in Georgia. Once moving to Seattle, he was introduced to a different genre. Hip-hop welcomed him with open arms and showed him that through his lyrics, he could become whatever he wanted to be. He is only 16 years old and is already putting out music to showcase to an audience. Introducing King Swiper.
1: DJ Blake, back with another one.
0: Welcome back, everyone. This is DJ Blake keeping you up to date with all the hottest hip hop news and sneaker talk. And today I'm with a very special guest today. The one and only
1: King Swiper. Swipe, swipe, swipe. You did.
0: King Swiper. So I'm guessing that has to do with Dora. Uh,
1: <laughs> honestly, my main purpose and goal is to have a show and then a the Latina little bad bit just come out of nowhere and say her name is Dora. Honestly, honestly, like just have like a little (laughs) group named Dora.
0: Oh man, have you ever dressed up as Swiper for Halloween?
1: Um, honestly, I have not.
0: I've never seen that either. I've (laughs) never,
1: I've never seen somebody dressed as Swiper. (laughs) That's so funny. And honestly, I think I'm gonna be the first person. Yes, that's that's on the itinerary for next year. That sounds
0: good. So, why'd you choose Swiper though?
1: Um, I mean. I'm good at snatching stuff like I was I was, I was I was like I mean when I was little I always used to like steal stuff like mom like money out of like my mom's purse uh I was always like in the streets um, uh, stealing from like little like corner stores and stuff and then when I got older I started like I started like going like to bigger stores bigger and mm-hmm. bigger opportunities I started stealing jewelry uh, bottles, all of it, you name it, and I was grabbing it.
0: Oh man! Well, when you make money, you won't have to do that, right?
1: Exactly. That's the plan. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm done with all that swipe stuff now. I'm trying to get bands off the music. You feel me? Right.
0: So I heard you're 16 years old, right? Yes. That's crazy. It's good that you're already starting music, and you you've put out music too, right?
1: Yeah. It's uh, I'm I'm like mainly on SoundCloud right now, but I'm about to have all my music on all platforms
0: right you gotta start somewhere and i actually like soundcloud because i use my soundcloud soundcloud rss feed which is like the feed that you get from soundcloud and that automatically sends to spotify apple music all that stuff oh, so yep, yep. my main platform actually is soundcloud because it just sends everywhere else but yeah so do you work right now or is still in your <laughs> your job i mean um <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I have been I've been looking for jobs, but uh, I mean I've mainly been uh, working like this candle store.
0: Uh, candle store? Okay, tell me about this candle store. What?
1: <laughs> uh, it's like it was uh, my old homies, my uh, my old homies' uh, mom's store. She makes candles. Okay. Shout out malicious women candles.
0: Oh, nice! Very nice.
1: <laughs> they're, they're honestly, they're honestly the best smelling candles I've ever smelled in my life. Like, they, she, she's got a talent. She's got a gift.
0: And he he actually brought one for me today. Also, it's it smells really good. It's, it's a vanilla smell. I'm, I'm just I'm playing with you. There's no <laughs> candle here. So, are you in school right now? Then
1: um, I'm not in school currently because of a whole bunch of drama that uh, happened. But I've been trying to get back into school because education is important. And right. I'm trying to get a degree and I'm trying, to, I'm trying to push on, you know, so I'm not, like, a stupid rapper. Right. Like, one of those dudes that just dropped out of school and then just, just said, look, I don't got nothing else to do, so. But music is definitely my passion, but it's always definitely something, like, nice to have something to fall back on.
0: Exactly. What is the importance of education for you, though?
1: Education for me? Honestly, I feel like just just knowing. Like, because in this world that we live in, it's all about what you know. It's all about what you know and what you have. Right. And intellect is something that I'm very keen on. Like I never wanna look stupid or make anybody else look stupid. So basically it's just being in the know. Honestly, school is just a whole bunch of bullshit to me. <laughs> I really I really don't I don't believe in any of the shit that they be saying, none of that, but it's still important to have, you know, that piece of paper that says you did it, so and, and, you know, have, like, education and, like, intellect about, like, the real world and, right. and what they want you to know.
0: That's true. And then you can spit some more knowledgeable bars. Exactly. Know? <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. Like, it's not even, like, I just love vocabulary. I love words. Like, when I was younger, I literally, I wanted to read the whole dictionary. But I, I got ADHD, so I was not focused on it. I was like, I got like <laughs> past like the A's and I was like, nah, never mind. So I just, I was just like back and forth, this letter, this letter. So vocabulary is something that I really do love and appreciate because words, words do matter and like they hold, they, do. they hold high importance.
0: For a punishment when I was younger, I had to um, read the entire dictionary and f- from A to Z, I had to read the definition and write the definition in my own words, the whole entire dictionary, and that took like a whole summer. So the that, whole dictionary?
1: Yeah. That's, oh, nah, nah, at that, that point, I was just finna run sucks. away. i going finna run away from the crib, nah, <laughs> I'm definitely not writing the whole dictionary, you got me messed up, that's gonna take a few months for me.
0: <laughs> it did. So, how did you get started in music? That's Like I said, it's important to start young and to actually put out something tangible when you're young that's that's
1: that is, crazy That—that that is honestly it's been crazy for me because i didn't even think that i was really gonna be doing too much with all of this music stuff but um i got started because i like moved up to washington from georgia because i'm originally oh, from georgia
0: wow. i love georgia actually. um
1: i moved up here and i moved in with my dad and like i was saying earlier um he introduced me to all like this new rap stuff, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is filthy. I want to get into this more." And then uh, my uh, someone that I think of as like family, uh, Young J, uh, shout out to him. He he's definitely the one that got me started. I saw him and like how he was doing his music, and how it was just like such a beautiful experience. And then he got me started. He was like, "Lance, I want you to do this." i want you to like write something because low key because i already had like like i was saying vocabulary is important right. i already had like the words and like i was like i was like yeah he was like bro you gotta put it on a beat <laughs> and i was like i was like all right i'll try it he said yeah, it, it sounded it sounded pretty good and the next thing i know i was hopping in the stew
0: hey but how did you not know about rapping georgia like Southern rap is huge compared to Washington rap. That's true. That's true. That's so
1: true. Like, and especially since my mom, she was so keen on it, like beforehand. But she's such a like godly Christian woman that like she didn't let me listen to any of it. Of course, I knew who these people were, like off of like the news and stuff like that. But I'd never heard any of their music. Nothing. Like, I'm gonna be honest. Tupac and Biggie. If you if you told me if you said that, like when I was like 11, I'd look at you be like. To who and who, why is he so big? <laughs> like I would, but I mean, as it went on, I honestly I just started cramming that stuff. Like, because music became so important to me, right? That like after that, I was just like, I was just going and going and going. I was like, I couldn't get enough of music. Right. And then I took like the music that I listened to, and then I put it in my music. And I was like, and I was like, bruh, this is good. I like <laughs> this. I like this. So honestly, that's why it's such a passion. To me.
0: Yeah, you know, um, if your mom isn't really into big into hip hop, you can uh, you can show her Kanye's new album, the, the oh, Gospel. Album. Oh, oh! I looked
1: at I looked at my mom's Facebook and she had like a whole a whole thing on Kanye. She was like, she was like, you know, you know, you know, I don't really like Kanye like that, but his new album it's about Jesus, so you know, I'm gonna have to get on it. I was like, I was like, oh, oh my god!
0: <laughs> so, what is the wi- writing process for you?
1: The writing process, honestly, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I freestyle, like, most of my stuff, but I've been getting into writing so, like, like, more recently because now that I'm getting bigger with it and I'm, like, I'm not just fucking around and I'm not just playing around, I realize that, like, people are, like, more focused on bars, and I'm, like, I got bars, but the more I write, I realize that it's just better so increases kinda, your vocabulary it, it increases my <laughs> vocabulary and freestyling when you freestyle like every song or you freestyle all the time you just end up becoming repetitive and saying the same stuff so when i write i open up new doors for myself
0: right that's true that's so how many songs do you have out right now
1: um currently i think i got about 11 out okay. i have like i had like 15 but i uh, took some of them off because i was like i'm just dropping too much stuff right
0: How do you decide when to post and what is the process in doing it? Like, do you have a producer or anything like that? Or do you find type beats or?
1: Um, The biggest producer that I'm messing with right now is uh, Camber Rose.
0: Oh, yeah. So you're from Everett, aren't you? Yeah,
1: Camber, actually, that was the dude that recorded my first song in eighth grade. It was when uh, I wanted to, like, first get into music i like gotten like this whole thing. I was so hyped and then I got baptized and my dad was like, Nah, you gotta change your message So he made me become a Christian rapper. <laughs> wait, so, wait, wait, wait.
0: When did you get baptized?
1: I got baptized in like eighth grade <laughs> and then and then he was like the day after I was supposed to hit the stew and I was finna talk about fucking bitches and getting money. He was like, Nah, that's not the way <laughs> So So he was like he was like, Nah, you gotta you gotta make a you gotta make a Jesus song. So I hop in there, and this is like, like way before Camber, even before it became Camber. He was still just Raph. So I was like, I was like Raph, bruh, I got a freestyle, bro. My dad's making me change up the whole message, the whole game, bro. So I was like, just don't want to be. And thank God, that man saved my ass. Like, that song would have been so booty if he hadn't, like, come together and mixed it right. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was, like, that was, like, the first song that I'd ever recorded, and it was the first song I ever freestyled on. But I uh, ended up recording a music video for it on uh, Halloween of that year, and it got, like, 2K plays now. So, I mean, I'm pretty I'm pretty proud of it. Yeah. That's an that's a OG banger. Right. And back then, I used to go by Kid Fire so and the process the process of the name changes was just too much (laughs) i just i went from kid fire to young poppy to king swiper
0: but from having that experience of like talking about money and hooking up with girls in like eighth grade how do you think that affects the genre of hip-hop as a whole like don't you feel that that pushes the stigma of
1: that definitely pushes the stigma but i mean at that time i was just too young I just was focused on making something that my homies could listen to and bump. Right. like, cause honestly where I'm at like right now, I realized to be the wave, you had to like sort of hop on it first. Like, you gotta, you gotta kind of be mainstream so people, like, pay attention, and that's when you break out and you start your own stuff. Like, because that's how I started. I wanted to, like, be, like, a little bit mainstream so more people would, like, fuck with my music or, like, more listen to it and pay attention to it because, you know, it's, like, something that everybody's listening to. And then I was going to break out my own flow, my own style.
0: What is the mainstream sound in your opinion?
1: The mainstream sound, in my opinion, uh, hmm. It's basically like I said before: fucking bitches, getting money, doing drugs. Uh, now it's more about hood shit, robbing people, killing people. I uh, feel like those
0: are just synonyms for what you we were just saying earlier, though. Oh, probably. <laughs> and that's why. That's why it's
1: so mainstream because it's all the same thing. Like it's just different. It's different stuff, but it all comes into just one group.
0: What is the importance of being unique to you, though?
1: The importance of being unique to me. Is basically so I can touch more people, like like more people's hearts, because everybody's different. Everybody's mm-hmm. got a different mindset. Everybody's got like a different heart and what they're feeling. So that's why I'm trying to be like more versatile and not just like come with like hardcore bangers. I'm also like trying to like throw in maybe some R and B, maybe uh, maybe like a little like touch of like soul and uh, like some like the new song that I'm dropping um, on the 25th body that's um a song that i did with another local artist genesis and that song that song's all about love it's right. all like like it's, it's totally different from the other stuff that i drop, like where i'm talking about like uh cars money clothes i'm i'm just trying to do the best that i can to touch people
0: right i i actually like that you said your perspective of having to hop on a mainstream wave first but I feel like nowadays people like music that they can relate to you know oh, most so definitely. I think it's important you're already saying you're able to to like make yourself different now but I think it's important for up and coming artists to realize that you don't have to follow a wave or sound like Little Mosey cause Little Mosey made it but he's not helping you guys out Oh, most definitely. So you have to find something that you're passionate about. If it is music, you have to find a way to make it unique. Cause Ski Mask, you know, X all those guys made it on their own wave, but then people see that as the mainstream thing because they blew up, but they didn't have anything when they blew up. They they they're they're, they're just acting as their own selves, you know. So nice. I think it's important for Seattle artists to realize that they can. If it's a good song, they can rap about doing the dishes and being grounded.
1: <laughs> oh, true, true. You can rap about, you can literally, you can rap about anything. It's not even, that's why That's why I feel like people should, like, burst out of their shell. Like, what I was talking about before, like, the mainstream stuff, that was, like, a before thought, and that's why I've popped out more recently, Right. and that I'm trying to be my own person and do my own thing, because, honestly, that mainstream stuff is not the go. It really isn't. Like being your own person and doing your own thing and staying on your own grind and your own hustle, that's the move. That's the wave now. Trying to be like everybody else and do what everybody else does is not the go.
0: Right. So you started your music in Everett, right? Yes. So how is Everett different uh, from Kent or Seattle or Tacoma music in your opinion?
1: Honestly, Everett, it's it's not that much different, to be honest. But there is, there is, there is like different, different um, people. And honestly, it's because of the people that come from different places. Because honestly, in Everett, I've seen a lot of people that aren't even from Everett. They come from the South or they come from different parts of the freaking region or some shit. But honestly, I feel like it's the impact that others make on those people that make them sound different. Right. Those, like the people in like Tacoma can't, like, Seattle and stuff like that they're just pretty much like their own people stay in their own groups in their own lane
0: but I see that a lot in um Everett also because I've my goal is to work with all these different cliques and then bring them together by throwing events and stuff like that mm-hmm. but I've what I've noticed like the really hard-working people in Everett when it comes to music they have n- like they're blowing up in Everett but they have no idea how Seattle can Tacoma, any of those places really work, which is really interesting to me. Do you find yourself more in like a group slash like clip type, click type thing in Everett?
1: In a sense, you could say, because honestly, I'm like I said, I'm from Georgia. I'm not even from Everett. Right. I have I don't really like talk to the people in Everett anymore because I'm usually so many different places at like the same time, like like Stevens, Marysville, uh, I'm, I'm Granite, Stanwood, all of those different places. Like, so in Everett, I haven't, like, stayed in Everett since maybe, like, 8th grade right consistently. So those Everett heads, I can't really speak too much, like, on them, but I understand.
0: Right. So growing up in Georgia, does that affect your sound at all, really? Or because you started more up north, is your sound have nothing to do with Georgia?
1: Honestly, my sound, I feel like it doesn't really come from anywhere. It just it just comes from the heart because like I said, like nobody really helped me with this. Like my dad never really like said, "Oh, well, let me freestyle with you. Let me let me help you work on some music." I didn't have other local artists saying, "Oh, well, here's this. Listen to this." Cuz I didn't know anybody. Like just coming by myself from Georgia, not knowing a single person other than my father. Like, I didn't even know him. I was like, I met him for the first time. And I was like, and I, uh, and he didn't really help me on anything. So honestly, this music stuff, it just happened because I just started writing someone down on a piece of paper and put it together with the beat. So I don't think my sound comes from the South. I don't think it comes up from up North. I think it literally, it just comes from me. I just kind of write and spit whatever comes to my mind.
0: But you got inspiration from starting music from your dad, you'd say, kind of then? Because he introduced you to hip hop?
1: Kind of. I'd say that he's kind of an inspiration. Like, he definitely introduced me to it, but that was just, like, the stuff that he liked to listen to. So when I broke off in, like, my own branch and I started listening to different artists that I thought was pretty cool and pretty filthy, I think that's where I really got my inspiration.
0: Okay. Do you listen to more of the newer sound of t- music, or do you listen to old-school music, like you said, Tupac, Biggie?
1: Um, Now I'm more of, like a more like recent rapper like what's in like right now like uh, definitely like ma- not like too mainstream but pretty mainstream rappers i've started going back to the roots as to you know build myself and really like connect to what was popping back then because history always ends up repeating and stuff. This isn't going to be like like shout out to Justice because he we were just having this freaking uh, conversation earlier he was like he was saying bro it always reverts back this isn't going to be popping forever and I see that this is popping right now so I'm kind of in touch with it but I definitely want to go back to the roots because that's where all the real music was that's when people were really putting their heart and soul into this now niggas are just doing it for fun and then just blowing up and making money off of it. But back then, they was actually trying to do something with their life, and they was actually doing, like, passionate about their music.
0: I think the sound is forever changed, though, because I do listen to other podcasts, inspirations of questions to ask and see how they talk to their guests, you know. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, and he had the the RZA on, which he's part of Wu-Tang. And he was saying when they were coming up, like, in the 80s, 90s, sampling was really important because they didn't have the electronic sound that we have now yeah. and now that the electronic sound is here and, and we have keyboards and all that record tables all that stuff like the new type of record tables, not the old scratching oh, yeah. Um, people don't really have to sample music so i think it's interesting how music's gonna continue to evolve over the years but i don't i think people have to kind of stop saying music's gonna go in a circle i think as we grow as people it'll become more unique but i don't think we're gonna ever go back to the 90s 80s type sound which in my opinion is a disappointment for me because i like that that's my favorite era of music but i think it is important to for new music to be accepted have you how so you said your dad like taught you like showed you music and so that was more old school right but is it kind of okay
1: because he himself he's into a lot of like the new rappers so what he was showing me was like uh kevin gates uh he was into he was into kevin gates I forget all the rappers that he was showing me because honestly I wasn't really paying attention because I'm gonna be honest when he was first showing me this I wasn't really into it right I was still I was still a good little church boy I thought that I was sinning just by listening to (laughs) music I was like I was like what are these words my mom has never said this to me before (laughs) I was like my mom has never said these words to me what is what is this but as it went on I was like I was like yeah I like this but he was throwing me like trippy uh Kevin uh, right. He's obsessed with pump right. I was like I was like, I don't understand that But uh, He uses like a lot of those new rappers But as he was showing me that I was like okay There's this new rap But I'm hearing about like a lot about like this Old stuff So I started going back in time Just like a little bit And I started listening to like Waka Flocka <laughs> I started. <laughs> I started listening to Waka Flocka. I started listening to Two Chains. I was like, I started listening to uh, uh, Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes. Oh my gosh, he's literally my favorite. Yeah. Busta Rhymes, Twista. He was literally those two have got to be like my all time favorites. Yeah,
0: they've been around forever.
1: Forever. Yeah, but Busta. Elvis Busta is definitely gonna be the goat.
0: Right. So. What music did you listen to growing up that wasn't hip-hop then? Gospel. Gospel, okay.
1: Gospel, just straight gospel. And you think it'd be every Sunday? Nah, every day. <laughs> every day. Just as soon as I wake up in the morning, my mom would get us ready for school, and all that we'd be playing over the speakers is just gospel. And then we we pray, I'd go to school, I'd come back, we'd pray again, and listen to some more gospel. I didn't even get my first phone until I turned like 13. (laughs) And and then after that, I was like, I was opened up to a whole new world. I felt like Princess Jasmine or something. I was like, what is this?
0: Well, did you find, do you find hip hop to be a welcoming genre versus gospel or?
1: Most definitely, because with gospel, you kind of got to stick to one message. With hip hop, it's exactly in its name. You can hip hop from this topic to that topic. You can literally be any type of person that you want to be. You can say whatever you want to say. You can have a filter, no filter. You can just be you. And gospel, is just sticking to Christ. I mean, <laughs> you can do it in your own way, yeah. but it's just sticking to one subject. And I, me personally, I don't like sticking to one subject.
0: Yeah, that's a good perspective. Yeah, I like that. Wow. Okay, so... What are your goals within the next few years with your sound?
1: My goals are just for my sound to keep changing, keep getting better, keep getting bigger. Honestly, I don't really have a plan for my sound. I just know that I got a purpose, I got a talent, and I'm just trying to fulfill it.
0: What do you want to use your platform for as you grow?
1: Um. Honestly, I want to... I don't, I don't even know like I just make music just to make people happy. I don't even do it for myself. I don't do it for I don't do it for money. I don't do it for anything. I just want to just touch people and just make them happy and or or sad or just give or just bring emotion cuz I see how music touched me and I see how it touches other people and I want to give people that feeling too. Like right. it's like not even like a feeling of wanting to be important or anything like that. I just want my music to just Reach people, reach everybody.
0: Right, that's awesome. What is the support like in ever Because I really want to understand the Everett sound. Because I am from Seattle, so I want to see, I want to understand why they're not really connecting you, like they I'm should. A, I'm gonna
1: tell you right now, the support level in ever is so ass.
0: Like in, when I think of Everett, I think of all of up north. How about that?
1: All of all of that is just ass. Niggas are just trying to climb to the top and just beat every other nigga down with them. Like, it's just like, it's either, it's like, it's, like, it's either you're number one or just nothing. Like, and that's what I don't understand. Like, I feel like if we came together as more of a group and we tried to push each other to be better, all of us could do something big.
0: All right. What do you think, how do you think that should be changed though? Like, what is the first step in changing that?
1: The first step is grouping, just just grouping, just just using. Like with my little homies, they're always like they're always like, oh well, I want to go to the studio, but I don't have any resources. I don't. I mean, they got the talent, but they don't got any resources. And that was me. I didn't have any resources, anybody's support, anybody's help. So I had to dig and like find all those resources by myself. And I don't want any other person to be like that. So when they tell me that they got something that they wrote down or something that they want to put out or want to record, I'm like, "Hey, come to the studio with me."
0: Yes, it's important just, to spread
1: love. Like exactly. That's that's what it's about. You're supposed to spread love and you're supposed to you're supposed to be kind to one another. I mean, I don't understand what's so difficult about that and to why people have to like just feel in their mind and in their hearts that they have to be negative to people, but if people spread positivity, love, kindness to like everybody else, the world would be such a better place and and it would make so much shit easier right. for, for them and for everybody else.
0: That makes sense for sure. Well, what is some advice that you have for some up and coming artists, influencers, creators?
1: Don't let anybody tell you you can't do shit because you can do anything and everything you you whether it's you got like a little busty ass mic or you're recording shit on your phone, do it I really i'm I'm telling y'all you got to do it because if you just sit there and you always wonder what if or what could have been, nothing's gonna get done. You don't know you don't know the potential that you have unless you put that potential forward and you try to do something with it.
0: for sure. what are some final words you have for Seattle?
1: Seattle? I love you, you're a beautiful city. Some of the people are weird, and they need to get their shit together, <laughs> but honestly, I love every single one of y'all. I love every single person in the world. I love y'all hustle I love y'all s I love the support that you do give if you do give support, and I just love love in general.
0: Yes, what is the easiest way to reach you
1: uh you can reach me. Uh, on Snapchat, lgrooms 56 Instagram, King underscore Swiper. Um,
0: Tell people to spell Swiper though, because you use a money oh, sign. Oh,
1: it is, it is, it is very difficult. But um, the SoundCloud is King dollar sign W I P E R. Two words.
0: Yes. Well, this is DJ Blake and
1: King Swiper. There we go. Slam. There you go. Slam. DJ Blake.